You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Um, write this down because as I've been sharing by inspiration of Holy Spirit in previous weeks, um, this time to reset, there's a great distraction among the body. Um, so let me give you some signs. And sometimes we may not know, um, as I stated Sunday, sometimes people are in the rut of routine, the rut of routine, being that you have uh, done something for so long that you're no longer conscious of the very fact that it's no longer working for you. And, and a dangerous place to be is to be comfortable. You don't want to be comfortable. That's a dangerous place to be because when you get comfortable, you become comfortable. And, and when, you, when you become comfortable, you, you, you think everything is together. In reality, it's, you don't want to be comfortable. As a matter of fact, we have to learn how to become uncomfortable with being comfortable. And a good indicator that you become comfortable, you know, there's no more advancement. There's no more progression. Everything is just, it's, well, it, it's, it's actually going backwards because not, nothing stays the same. So tonight we're going to talk about signs of a drifting Christian. Will you say that? Signs, signs of a drifting Christian. Come on, say it out loud. Signs of a drifting Christian. Now, drifting can be defined as the deviation from an intended or expected course. A deviation from an intended or expected course. It's also a state of inaction or indecision. See, there go that complacency. A state of inaction or indecision means to stray, to wander. And when I use the terminology body of Christ, I'm talking locally and universally. There's a great distraction locally as well as universally. Do you hear me? Are you a wandering Christian? Are you a drifting Christian? Let's find out. Number one, you never read your Bible. The first sign of a drifting Christian is you never read your Bible. When I say read, study, um, there's a lack of hearing of the word as a matter of fact, Joshua encourages us to meditate in the word day and night that you may observe to do all that is written therein. Then <laughs> you'll make your way prosperous and have good success when there's meditation on the word day and night. How are you staying strong and you're not a Christian who sups on the word daily? And here's the amazing thing. You're going to eat every day. Oh, yes, you will. And, and, and for most they have bad eating, eating habits. Same thing spiritually. They have bad eating habits, being that they're not eating enough, and they're not eating enough of the right foods. Hmm. Luke 4 and 4 says this, but Jesus answered him saying, talking about Satan, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Let's read this out loud. Ready? Read. But Jesus answered Okay, this time, let's read it loud like you're saved and you're proud. I don't know who is listening to this word, but I want them to be encouraged by your response. Ready? Let's read. But Jesus. So number one, the, the, the first sign of a drifting Christian is you never read your Bible. As a matter of fact, ask yourself, how often do you read your Bible? How often do you read your Bible? Number two. Talking about signs of a drifting Christian, someone who is straying away, someone who has deviated from their normal course. Number two, you're not plugged into fellowship regularly. <laughs> you're not plugged into fellowship regularly. In other words, you flow in and out as you get ready. You're not like, what's our thing for this year? Rooted in Christ. And because of the irregularity of your participation, you're not really rooted. 
And those are the people who are always offended. Those are the people who are constantly caught up in mess, caught up in mess. Those are the people who are very touchy, very sensitive because they're not rooted. And see, when you are rooted, I don't care which way the wind blows, you are solid. And see, you have to be solid. That's why I love palm trees, man. And they say a palm tree, it, 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 it takes years for it to grow because it grows down, then it grows up. That's why I don't know if you've ever seen a palm tree. The wind could be blowing, I mean really blowing, and that seemed like that joker is bending all the way over, touching the ground. But, but the reason why it doesn't break because it's deeply rooted. And see, when you become deeply rooted... Man, you become like that palm tree. Although the winds come and the floods come and they try to beat on, on this house, I will not fall. Why? Because I'm founded on the rock. So you want to be rooted. And how do I get rooted? Constant fellowship. Again, Jesus said this. You have to put away your selfish ways if you're going to be my disciple. A friend must show himself friendly. They're not friendly. You be friendly. So love. Yeah. What does the word tell me to do? I, I don't. They're not. Okay, wait. You lead by example. Show us how to do it, Sister Moore. Yeah. Because the enemy will use any excuse he can, or to get you to use any excuse you can, to break the fellowship. Let me tell you something. Satan's number one job, his M.O. is to make sure that you are not constant in your fellowship. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's his job, to make sure that you stay disconnected. Let me put it this way. Anything that God wants, Satan hates. Anything that God likes, Satan dislikes. So if God likes fellowship, what do you think Satan wants? Discord. Confusion. Boy, this is so good. Get this CD. It'll bless your life. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. So number two, another reason why Christians drift is that they're not plugged into fellowship regularly. I don't, I don't, I don't know how an individual expect results from anything and they're not consistent at it. Hmm? Let's read this. Ready? Read. And let us... Okay, hold on. And let us consider thoughtfully <clears throat> how we may do what? Encourage. So if I'm not going to encourage you, I'm definite, definitely not going to discourage you. Yeah, thank you. If it's true, don't be, don't be afraid to give God glory. How we may encourage one another to love and to do good deeds. Think about this. When I encourage people or when I confront people, am I encouraging or am I discouraging? Because if you're discouraging, that blood is going to be on your hands. I say it again. If you're discouraging, that blood is going to be on your hands. Let me say this. Any parents in the house? Raise your hand if you're a parent. Okay. And most parents who care just a little bit about their children, they're mindful of their environment. Uh, and you're not going to let anybody come in your house and cause division among your siblings, your, your children. Your, you're not going to do it. So how do you think God feels? He's the same way. He hates discord. Amen. Verse 25, not forsaking our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction. That's why we come to worship God and get our instructions. As is, see, some have the habit of, watch this, of not plugging in regularly. Do you see this? As is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day of approaching Christ's return. Christ's return approaching. So number two, come on, say it out loud. Because I want the people who's listening to hear, to hear this. So number two. In other words, you're flowing in and out. You're not really rooted. Just, just, just who, who's married or have, you, you, you may have a uh, significant other. And... I mean, you both live in the same city, fairly in close proximity, but you, he comes and goes as he pleases. But you, you all have an established relationship or married. Just, let's, just, let's just say you're married, but he comes and goes. He might come home tonight. He might not, but you're married. 
do, do, do you know that 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 we the, the reason why we are considered the bride of Christ because we are in a covenant relationship with the Lord, a union. That's why he considers. That's why he says, "I I'm I'm married to the backslider." So let us know that he is married to the believer. So how do you think he feels when we come and go? So he feels the same way. I won't put up with that. We're supposed to be in a relationship and you come and go as you please. Well, how do you think the Lord feels when it's time for worship and we, hey, this is an encouraging message. Don't look at me like that. Don't be, don't be mad at me, man. Why are you looking at me like that? But think about that. That'll make you feel some kind of way. We married. He might come in one day after week, and when he come, he just come for that and go on about his business. That better make you number three. Number three. Uh, some of you are not gonna like this, but I, I'm, it's all Bible. Don't get upset at me. Don't get upset at me. Number three. What's number one? We're talking about signs of a drifting Christian, somebody who's deviated. Number one. Say that loud. You never read your Bible. Number two, you're not plugged into fellowship regularly. Number th- regularly. Number three, you look like the secular world. I'm not talking about y- y- your clothes. We're talking about your speech, your attitude, your lifestyle. Even some social media pages look just like the world. Can I say this? Please hear this. Because, see, you are a world changer, not a world adapter to, not a world succumber to. You are a world changer. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Listen to this. People should be looking to you, Sister K, to find the way. People should be looking to you on how life should be lived. What does your speech sound like, sir, ma'am? Even with the hurricanes and different things going on, you are a Christian. We're not oblivious to doing things in the natural, but you got the authority to tell Irma, I think that's, what's the one in, tell Irma to stay out there in the water. Tell Irma to die down. Take authority over Irma. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm going to use wisdom and I'm going to pack my stuff and, and I'm going to get me a place outside of the city. But but when I get back, my house is going to be a place. It's not going to be flooded. My community's going to be intact. See, that's how you should be talking. Not like the word. Your speech should be different. I preached this some time ago, and I'm not on this. I preached this some time ago. The moment Adam abdicated the promise, the earth went into decay. So these are just natural things that's happening in the earth. It's not God. Why would God allow that to happen? No, it's not God. It's the earth responding. As a matter of fact, the earth said, listen, I'm waiting on the day. Did, did, did I get a new body and live with God just like y'all Christians? I think it's Romans 8.21 NLT. The earth is in decay. So that explains the tsunamis and the hurricanes and, and things. It's not God. It's the earth responding to its decay. The creation looks forward to the day. When it can join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. So the earth saying, man, I'm, I'm on, this is just the part of the natural process. Just like because of Adam, man's lifespan was shortened when he was created to live throughout eternity. So he has to go through this process in order to get that body that won't die anymore, won't get sick anymore. Course, we can be caught up. That's our confession. But my point is, the earth is looking forward to the de- look decay. That's just part of the process. What? And quit quoting these scriptures out of kind of. If the people get right and caught and, and, and seek His face, that ain't that. That had nothing to do with the tsunamis and the hurricanes. 
Because watch this. Because if we waiting on everybody to get right, that day will never happen. In the sense that people saying if everybody get right. As a matter of fact, you can't get right. That's why Jesus came. to <laughs> In the sense of being perfect is what I'm saying. That's why Jesus came because you kept messing up. We, why do you keep saying you? We. So what's your speech like? Even as it relates to just talking. Don't talk upside down like people who don't know God. Listen to this. Don't have a filthy, filthy mouth. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about expertise. Just talking. You don't talk. You talk like that before you knew God. Girl, some of y'all need to say, man, I'm so above that kind of talk. Girl, I don't talk like that. Quit sending me them foolish pictures. I'm not into porn. I'm not into that nonsense. I, girl, I'm offended that you would even talk to me like that. That's how some of y'all need to be right. That's how some of y'all need to go at people. Listen, you can be in the world, but you're not of it. You are in it, but you're not of it. Will you say this? There's a way. I can be salt and the light of the earth. And still be relevant. So, so you can still be the salt of the earth, light of the world, and be relevant. You don't have to capitulate to the world's attitudes and behaviors to try to be. That's not cool. Cool is being different. Cool is showing you there's another way. Only God opinions matter. Who worried about the, the world? Let me show you something. Romans 12, 1 and 2. You look like the secular world. This, this, the, and I told you one of the reasons why Paul's letter, uh, why he wrote to the church of Corinth, his first epistle was to, to uh, encourage the people who couldn't divorce the culture from which they came. Like, man, y'all still carnal. Y'all just jealous, envies, and all. He said, y'all acting like this worldly people. Therefore, I urge you, come on, brothers and by the mercies of God, Hold, hold on. Dedicating all of yourselves, every part of you, to resemble Christ in your speech, your attitude, your response to people not loving you and liking you and treating you with love. Everything should resemble Christ. When somebody engaged in road rage, your response should be that of Jesus. Not Don't get engaged in that foolishness. See, there's a scripture that says, why live foolish and die before your time? Being that had not you acted foolish, you would, sti your, you would still be here for some people. Dedicating all of yourselves. That's what sanctified means, set apart, consecrated, dedicated unto the Lord. So set apart means to be distinguished other than. So you should look different than everybody else. Your conversation, you could be in a room of a bunch of whoever, and the moment you open your mouth and begin to articulate, people should be able to tell, he different. Where is she from? But if we can't tell, because you, you want to be cool and blend in, let, let me tell you something. You are a peculiar people. In the Greek, that word means strange. Then Paul calls us aliens. And what I mean by that, we should appear to be different. You should come off as being strange in the sense of he don't act like us. He don't walk like us. He don't talk like us. She is totally different. See, that should be common for you. And if you're trying to fit in, you have misunderstood who you are as a believer. Can I say this? You are a square peg and you will never fit in a round hole. So stop trying. And the reason why you get so agitated, because you are a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. You're no longer a round hole. Verse 2, and do not, oh, no, no, let's read all this. Let's read all this. Dedicating all of yourselves, what? Sanctified. As a, as a, so what does that mean? Sometimes you got to sacrifice. Sacrifice means not, see, it takes a selfless person to be, to sacrifice. Because although you, you, you can do it and want to do it, because I want to I, I minister to you, I'm not going to be selfish and indulge in that nonsense. Because I want to minister to you. Boy, this is so good. Mm, 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 mm. Holy, 
and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. <laughs> Verse 2. Let's read this out loud. And do not be fashion. You're supposed to look different, Miss Nichols. That, so the question is, why am I trying to fit in with the society that I'm not a part of? I'm in it, but I'm not a part of this society in the sense of doing like they do. You ever ask yourself, why am I trying to fit in? Wow. See, look, watch this. The world, this is superficial. That's why I always tell you, don't get caught up in this Atlanta hype. It'll fool you, man. It, it, uh-uh, uh-uh. It, it, it's not what it's caught up to be. It's hype. And the same folk you're trying to emulate, they going home crying at night. Distressed, committing suicide, acting a fool because they're trying to keep up something that they can't maintain and they're tired of faking the front, but they don't fake it so long. They, 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 they too caught up in pride to say, listen, man, this is not me. I can't afford any of this. I, 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 I've done this to try to impress people who don't even care about me, but I'm out the game. I'm tired of it. I want to live my life in peace and tranquility, man. Any longer with the superficial values and customs, but be what? Progressively changed as you mature spiritually. So guess what he just said? The more you get in this word, the more we should, you should mature. So with every length of your spirituality, we should see growth. We should see maturity. Just like a baby. Don't tell me your baby five years old and, 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 and you still the size of a six-month-old. Something, wait, something, wait, mm. Just, just the, the normal aging process warrants that. Why is that baby still on the bottle? In pampers. We're not talking about, we're talking about normal now. So the point is, it's, it's just a normal process of life that you grow. It should be the same thing as Christian. It's just, that's comes with being a Christian, we should see the levels of maturity, Sister Moore. We, we should, why are you still clapping back? And you've been saved since Methuselah's days. <laughs> who, who, who Methuselah? Who's Methuselah? The oldest man in the Bible. I think it was 969 years old. Well, well young back then, that was young. Oh, boy. Y'all don't like this look like the secular world. Notice he said, so you should be maturing by the renewing of your, watch this, oh, no, 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 focus it on godly values and ethical attitudes. That's why I said watch out for people who don't share the same values, ethics as you. Let that be your focus on godly. So what you be saying, who's godly? Are they godly? That doesn't mean I can appreciate you and what you do, your accomplishments as a heathen, but I, you, you are nobody that I want to pattern my life after. You're supposed to be, I'm supposed to be shining so bright that I'm drawing you, not you drawing me. That's backwards. Pastor, you hating. No, that's not hating. That's recognizing who I am. Okay, I hear that. You're just hating. Okay, all right. Well, hey, J just do this for me. <laughs> uh, when you need your, that next mortgage payment, call Nene Leaks. This is just an example. Ask Nene. Who's, who's somebody you follow? Just call the football player. Call the basketball player. Just, just ask. I mean, because you, you, you are into him. Pastor hating on you. Just, I just want you to call. Uh, can you help me on my car note? My power bill? By the renewing of your mind, focus on So that you may what? Prove for yourselves what the will of God is. Some, that, you know why they don't know what the will is? Because they're not, their focus is not where it needs to be. You hear? That which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Boy, this is good. Let me show you something. What's number three? Come on, guys. You look like the secular world. Okay. Boy, this is good. Let me tell you something. Notice this is part of there's a reason why it's not working for you. And notice we said we've seen that the precepts of God are right. They bring joy. Precepts, principles, laws, instructions. So in order for them, in order for me to experience that joy, I should do what he has instructed me to do. Mm. First John 2, 15 to 16. It's quiet in the house. <laughs> Man, Sunday, if you didn't get Sunday City, get it. Because 
you, you really got to look at your friends. It's, let, me, let me tell you something. It's the people you're around. You just said it was me earlier. It is you. And what you have to do is begin to identify the wrong people in your life. Something's wrong if you follow the heathen more than you follow this woman right here. I'm not saying that, I don't care who paid your own, but, but if, if, if her ethics, her morals doesn't line up with how I live, why am I in her rear end and not in my pastor's? Not trying to be grotesque, but I'm just saying, man, you understand what I'm saying? Do I follow Pastor Rex like I follow him? I'm talking about the man who disregards God, whose morals oppose how you live. How you applaud that? Do not. This is in your Bible, guys. Do you see this? Say this. There is a reason why it's not working for me. There's a reason. Just like anything else. If your car breaks down, there's a reason why. why it's just, just it's something happened. In order for it to run properly, guess what you need to do? Get it fixed. So if I want things to go smooth, what you need to do? I need to get it fixed. How do I get it fixed? Do what destruction said to do. Do not love the world. They taught us in school that a noun is a person, place, or a thing. Thing can be peoples, folks. Or am I wrong? <laughs> am I on Jessica? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what kind of thing he is. <laughs> things, places, things that I, that I know that, this, that doesn't foster spiritual growth. Do not love the world, all the things in it. Things. The, uh, mm -hmm. It goes down smooth. Y'all quiet. Uh, this is the point, man. This is the point. The more I mature, certain things I just choose not to do. I'm gonna show you this. Like not, not, not that, it, 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 not that you're gonna ever, you'll never see me doing this. But, but I mean, if, if, if you just walk into whatever and you just see, oh, I pass a sip on red wine. I mean, it ain't gonna see me to hell. But, but I choose not to because that, that's just I'm, I'm mature. I have to, that's, that's not me. And, 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 if you, and if you had a problem doing whatever and you're trying to get delivered, I don't need, we don't need, don't do that in front of me. Because I, I, I don't remember things when I did that. You know, I'm just saying, you know, people, some people do, and they don't remember anything, absolutely anything. Do not love the world or the things in it. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father. This is the point. If, if the love of God is really in me, then it's going to be seen. For all that is in the world, get, let me tell you what the world offers, the lust of the flesh. You look on social media, TV, it, what it is appealed to? Your flesh. Lust of the eyes, the pride of life. That's not of God, but of this world. Hmm. And, and some of these same people that we engulf in, get engulfed with, I mean, they forget where they come from. Then you, then, then you man, he wouldn't even take a selfie with me. Prideful. First of all, why you... Well, I don't get it, man. Uh, uh, verse 16. I, I have to get all these to you. I want it on the same CD. Uh, for the, come on. Uh, Y'all still with me? Come on, guys. Let's ride. Ready? Read. Read that loud. For this all in the word. The lust of the eyes. But are from this world. I want you to write this down. When we care more about what people think of us than respecting the ways of God, we are secular. When I care more about what people think about me than respecting the ways of God, I'm secular. Yeah, that's good. What was So number three, you look. Let me stay on the secular for a second. Number four, let's read them out loud. Number one, we're talking about signs of a drifting Christian. Number one, say it out loud. Say it out loud. You never read your Bible. Number two, you, you say it again. Number two, you, you're not plugged into regular fellowship. Number three, you look like the secular world. Talking about attitudes, dispositions, character. Number four, your role models uh, are all secular people. Your role models are secular. 
say it that way. Your role. What's number four? Your. Here's the thing. Not that I, 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 I can, I can grab and 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 glean and get things from you, but for the believer, I'm marking the perfect man. Not in the sense of flawless, but the man who walks upright, the woman of integrity, the man of integrity. Wow. Who are you looking for for advice? Hmm? Who, who are you patterning your life after? Reality stars? If your role model, well, let me say it this way. Is your role model someone who is seduced by this worldly system? Or is your role model a godly leader or mentor in your life? So is your role model somebody who is seduced by this world system or are they godly? Because here's the thing, if you're influenced more by secular people than you are godly, which way do you think you're going to go? You don't have any spiritual mentors? Mm, 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 mm. Okay, I heard that. Do this then. Do that. Do that. Write this down real quick. Write this down. No, I want you to write this down and just tell people. Write down people who help you draw closer to God. Who are they? Write them down. Five people who help you draw closer to God. And uh, 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 Psalms, Psalm one, one through three, amplifying. Come on, this is good. I, I know, I know it's quiet, but you wonder why you, you, nothing. You, I keep going in circles, <laughs> round and round I go. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm tell you what happened. Those people always get mad of us who are following principles. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's read this out loud. Ready? Let's read. Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and example. Well, hold on. Why are you calling Cleo for advice? It's, no, I think she died a couple years ago. Well, and you got a known, ordained prophetess in the house. You want advice? Here's, now, something's wrong if you call your buddy them before I do my seer. Your buddy, see, it, it, it's not about me. Just It comes with the office. I don't know what to tell you, but God does. And I get my information, my wisdom from him. So not that little John John can't help me. Like I said Sunday, even a broken clock is correct twice a day. Annotate that for somebody doing that. What, what that mean? What, what do you mean by broken clock? What, 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 what? I don't understand. What, is that a riddle? <laughs> you, you know what? I have to be truthful with you. Why not see my seers? Like, see, the reason why a lot of times in Bible days people were blessed because they followed biblical principles. Now he put his pants on just like me. See, that's somebody who's secular. But when I put the pants on, the jeans become anointed. And my point is, I, even though I may put my pants on like you, it's the anointing that makes the difference, sir, ma'am. Following, don't walk in the counsel of the wicked, ungodly. I think that's one translation says ungodly. Ungodly can be someone who's just ungodly. That's what, what that means. Ungodly. Okay, let me say it this way. Not godly. People who don't do it God's way. Watch this. Nor stand in the path of. Do y'all see this? Nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers, ridicules. Why are you sitting around folk who talking, downplaying what you are a part of? Here's what you need to do. Just come one time. Just, just come one time. I just want you to come one time. And I guarantee that, like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I don't even know why you let me talk about your church, your pastor, your members. Okay. It, this is just an example. I'm just saying. This verse 2. But his delight is in what? There go that word precepts again. Notice we said there's a reason why it's not working. Precepts, instructions, principles, and teachings. He what? Habitually. What does habitually mean? Huh? Huh? More often than not. Meditates when? That sounds like Joshua 1 and 8, which brings me to my first point. What, what's point number one? Uh, uh, one scientist, Chris, they don't even read the Bible. They don't read the Bible. So 
there's no way you can meditate in this word day and night. You don't, you don't even read it. You hear? Verse 3, and he will be like, look, look, like that palm tree planted by the streams which yields its fruit in its season. It leaf does not wither and, it, and look, watch this. And whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. Wow. Verse 3. Oh, that is verse 3. Wow. Psalm 37, 37. Those, number four was your role models are secular people, more so than spiritual. Psalm 37, 37. Let's read this out loud. Mark the blameless. Do, see, the one who is spiritually complete. Notice it didn't say spiritually perfect, spiritually complete. What do you mean? Everything about that person resembles the word of God. Listen to his conversation. Look how she carries herself. That's who I want to follow. How does she sound? I like the way she speaks. Hmm. And behold, the upright who walks what? Immoral integrity. Wow. There is, look, there is a good future for the man, for the man of peace because of life of honor, blesses. Watch this. Even your descendants are blessed when you walk upright. Number five, don't take this stuff personally. We're talking about somebody, we're talking about signs of somebody who's what? Drifting. Because someone asked us to give him, why, Pastor? What's, what's going on? Why, why, why am I? And see, we convince ourselves that we're doing all the right things, but we're not. You can convince yourself that you're hearing the word. Then I ask you, one last time here, well, about, about two weeks ago, think, uh, maybe three. And if you have not intentionally heard, I mean, we got, you without excuse, you go to podcasts, you, I mean, you get the CDs, so you, you without excuse. Statistically, if you have not heard what was taught Sunday, by today, you have literally forgot. And you may remember 5%, which is going to be the title, if that, the subject matter. <laughs> but but you know who who acting silly on social media can tell me who got the new whatever. Mm, 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 mm. Where, where are we at? Number five. Check this out. Uh, you listen to secular music more than you do worship music. What's number five? You listen to. A, am I saying DJ Quick can send you to hell? No, DJ Quick ain't send you to hell. The thing I do like about, see, I grew up in a hip, real hip-hop, not this non, I'm talking about brown sugar hip-hop, that hip, the real deal, not this mess they have now. When hip-hop was real, when it had substance, when they were talking about stuff, you know, public enemy, fight the power, I mean, I mean, run DMC, special ed. But that's when the music was, my point is, so the music ain't going to hurt you, but you need to know where you are. Are you here? This thing about music is powerful and it influences your thoughts. So it's all you listening to is R. Kelly, the 12 play CD. Now the 12 play. Oh my goodness. You can't listen to that single. What? Matter of fact, you have no business listening to 12 play and you're not married. That's for married people. Yeah, who remember 12 play? You see, some of y'all go home tonight and Google it. The 12, don't, don't, leave, don't touch it. Leave it alone if you're not married. Leave it, Tanya, don't, don't, don't Google it. Leave it alone. All the single people, leave it. Listen, Pastor, and if, and if you hear somebody doing that, Pastor told you not to touch that. Leave it alone. See, here's the thing. The wrong type of music, it, see, it, it doesn't feed your spirit. It affects it, but it doesn't feed it. Oh, good. listen to that. It affects it, but it doesn't feed it. And guess what? It could cause you to stumble into worldly thinking and behavior. See how I just kind of went back because of that music? It, it caused you to... Then, then you go, oh, that's when me and Rico was again. See, yeah, then, yeah, see, he was knocking that head upside the wall too. But, but, but really back then, the music, it wasn't like it is now. It was clean. It was, you know, it, it was, yeah, it was... I mean, it, this now, I don't know, man. I don't know how y'all. And then don't think about the music now. Everybody sound, sound just alike. I mean, it sounds just alike. Listen to this. Look, if you want to be on fire for Jesus, fill your mind with worship. This is just an example. Those of you on the worship team, you should have a worship arsenal. How is it that I listen more to 
that station than I do worship. I'm not saying it's going to hurt. Well, I'm saying it could affect me because now I don't know whether to, to, to raise my hand or do because now I'm hearing a, a, a multiplicity of songs. I don't know what to do. If I was to go out in your car now, what would I hear? Listen, listen. Here's the thing. And you can have a balance, but it just depends on if you want to be hot or cold. How's this? Then you ask, how's this really feeding me? Hmm? Okay, y'all got to be quiet. First Corinthians 6 and 12. Ah, yeah, I only got three more to give you now. Just, I can get in these four minutes. Y'all good? Uh, listen to this. Look, look, look what Paul. Now, again, these people were a people who couldn't divorce their culture. Then they trying to tell Paul how. Paul, listen, man. Although I'm free to do stuff, I, I don't do it. Just I know I can. It's not. It's not gonna send me to hell. But if it's gonna save somebody, don't leave it alone. Look, some will say I am allowed to do anything. Look what Paul said. Yes, but not everything is good for you. You hear this? I can say that I'm allowed to do anything, but I'm not going to let anything make me its slave. Boy, this is good. Number six, number six, we're talking about ways, <clears throat> excuse me, signs that what? Of a drifting Christian. Number six, you don't have a filter on your social media. You don't have a filter on it. Anything, I mean, you just, you just straight absorb everything. And let me ask you this question. Do you try to copy what other people are doing on social media? You try to copy what they're specifically secular people. Do you try to copy what they're doing? Does looking constantly at others cause you to doubt your God-given beauty and talents? See, you need to filter if it upsets you uh, what other people are doing. and Now you're trying to compete. See, a, another thing, when you start comparing, you either put yourself too high or too low. Are you, <laughs> are you driven by the number of likes you receive? Does that, does that bother you? Do you gauge your success by likes and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I only got three likes on Man, let me tell you something, man. Look, you, you got way more than three. You just had 99,000 haters. So don't, don't, don't. No, no, it was more than three. The, the 99, they like, they just couldn't bring themselves to hit that like button. Believe that. Let me show you this. Let me help you. That's dangerous to be worried about what people think about you. That's dangerous. You don't believe it, do you? Let me show, I'm going to show you in the Bible. Proverbs 29, 25. It's dangerous to be concerned about what other people think about you. It's dangerous. Read that. Y'all, read it right. It's dangerous to be concerned. Why is it dangerous? Why? You don't put your confidence in man. You're made in God's image. Why is it dangerous? Because you can always shorten shortchange yourself when you start trying to compare yourself to don't minimize who you are based upon what this person do, that person no you have to know who you are and when you know man you, let, let me tell you something just because some people have that don't mean that they're not dealing with insecurities and, and inferiority complexes some people use it as some, some people hide behind they use it as a shield to hide behind what the world may consider success and you have good success and bad success. Are you really a success and your, your house is going is in a disarray, but you got whatever? Yeah, we both make good money, but, but the relationship is severed, but we never see each other. So is that really success? Number seven, you are embarrassed and ashamed to talk about Jesus or your faith. That's a sign you drifted and you are embarrassed. You be just as bold about your faith as whoever else in them are. Don't you get quiet because somebody announced they serve whoever? No. Yeah. No. No, I serve Jesus. The only one that could die for my sins. Amen. Not ashamed to say it. Matthew 10, 32 and 33. So number seven, you are embarrassed and ashamed to talk about Jesus or your faith. Therefore, let's read. Mm. I have two more and we're done. Come on. Wow, that means Jesus wants us to be bold about our faith. Watch this. Secular people do not have a burden to win others to Christ. There's no burden for heathens to win 
Why? Because they're not saved themselves. And you know what's sad? Even some Christians don't have a burden to share their faith. That's bad, man. And you have people who've been saved for years and have not discipled one person, haven't won one person to the body of Christ. And the reason being is because they are so subsumed with this world, they do not have a sense of eternity. Don't be so engulfed in this world system and world's way of doing things that you disregard your responsibility as a Christ disciple. And sadly, because we're not aggressive in that area, this is true. Some family members, friends, coworkers, they don't even notice the difference between our lives and a person that's not saved. That's bad. When I'm not talking about a family, you live in white and they trying to just crush you because of your newfound faith and you walking around. I'm talking about they can't see. They, you know, they, I mean... You should live in such a way that now, and, and let me tell you, you, and people can tell when, because I don't care who they are. When you walk that thing out, even family members, they 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 know when you they know they know when you are and they know when you're not. Okay, this is something about. Let me say, as a Christian, you should be investing in the lives of those who are not in relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And let me say this, if you're not presently mentoring and helping somebody mature in Christ, we are willfully disregarding, disobeying the great commandment, which is going to all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. That's what these catch three bracelets are for, to, be a, to, to serve as a reminder to share Jesus. And if you didn't have one, make sure you get one at the end of the service. And the catch three, uh, these bracelets, they are to serve as a reminder that at least, I want to talk to at least three people every day. I want to share Jesus, invite them to worship. Number eight, I'm give you. I want you to write the verses down for reference because I want to get you out of here. Number eight, your beliefs contradict the Bible. What I mean by that, you know what the Bible says regarding loose living, but you say things like, like I said Sunday. Well, since we already know, we can be together. No, no, you know what the word says, huh? You know to honor God with an offering and a tithe. But, you know, now, Pastor, shoot, man, God have to wait. He know I got things. But, but, but yeah, but, okay, y'all, boys, quiet. Listen, you're telling yourself when you sit there and start looking like that. Say amen. I, I never know it's you. But when you don't say amen, yeah. Mm -hmm. And listen, this is a message of exhortation, encouragement. Be better tomorrow. That's all. Don't, don't, don't take it hard. Get up and hit it hard tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Oh, man. Oh, I can do it. I, I ain't no good. Don't, don't start all that foolishness. That's another thing. Quit doing that self-sabotaging talk. I can't get right. I can't get right. I can't win for losing. Ain't no use of trying. Every time I try, I take one step forward and two steps back. <laughs> Keep trying, man. That's the point. Shoot. His word is infallible. Being that it's absolute trust, absolutely trustworthy. It's inerrant. Inerrant means it's free from any error or untruths. And I'm saying that to say, if he said it, that's what it means. Well, I'm a special case. God made, I had a revelation. He made special provision for me. Where's that scripture? Let me say, God is not going to tell you anything that's not that's outside of his word. Well, because I had a revelation. God told me to shoot. Man, you just, just do the best you can. That's what he told me. Well, if he told you, that means he had to tell the rest of us. The Lord told me, if he act up, shoot, just go get somebody else. Bring somebody else in. Show them that this is what you're missing out on. That's what God told me. God told me to bring him in there. The Lord ain't told you that, man. <laughs> this is the true story. I might have shared it with you before. Like like a pastor friend of mine, this is his wife. He, uh, it's one of the members called... And her husband was choking her. And yeah, he went over there. And he, when he asked the husband, said he went in there and the lights was all dark. And he's like, man, what's going on? And this said, the husband said, the Lord told me to choke the H-E-L-L out of her. I said, Lord, I ain't told you that. This, this is a true story. The, the, the man said, the, in my point, the Lord ain't told you that, man. The Lord told me to choke the hell out of her, pastor. That's, that's how he told me. The Lord ain't told you that, man. But the sad thing, you have people who really believe that the Lord, but, but see, we can't agree with that unless, there, unless we can find a verse 
that says the Lord. And see, some of y'all don't got sleep. Pastor, I can, over there in the book of Isaiah, 13th chapter, verse 9, I, I promise, I, I swear for God, verse 9 says, choke your wife and she get on your nerve. And you with your silly self trying to find it on your Bible app. I, what chapter was that? Verse 1. <laughs> Lord, they told you that, man. <laughs> look, look. L listen, to, my point is, man, you can't argue with the word, man. Look, man can try to change God's word, but it won't be altered. You can try to change it, but, but he meant what he said. 2 Timothy, I'm going to read it. Write this verse down. Write it down. 2 Timothy 4, verse 3 and 5. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine and accurate instruction that, listen to this, that challenge them with God's truth. But wanting to have their ears tickled with something pleasing, they will accumulate for themselves many teachers, one after another, chosen to satisfy their own desires, to support their, the errors they hold. Read, read all the way through. Verse 9, this is the last one. You have religious actions, but no real relationship. In other words, you, you're just going through the motions. I mean, you do this when you're at church. You do all the stuff to, to, to give the appearance that, oh, man, she's she really holy. <laughs> then when you need her, what's up? What the one be shouting all the time? Oh, what's the one that's always? You act like, a, you know, you act like a good Christian and do good deeds and but it's not coming from a place of genuineness. You know, you're just going through the motions. See, that's a sign that, that, that you're drifting. When you just, you're going through the motions. Listen to this last verse and I'm done. 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Listen to this. Now, Apostle Paul was, again, those Corinthians were so hypocritical. You're not a true apostle? Man, I'm called by God. This is things he was saying to them. Matter of fact, you are my proof that I'm a real true apostle. Whether you're trying to check me, this is what he said. Test and evaluate yourselves to see whether you are what? In the faith and living your lives as, see, committed belief. Not, not this little fake stuff. Examine yourselves. Not See, he just said, no, 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 no I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. What did I say earlier? It's not pastor. It's not your neighbor. It's, it's me. Or, then he says, or do you not recognize this about yourselves? By an ongoing experience that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you fail the test and are rejected as a counterfeit. See, that counterfeit is one who gives the appearance. Oh, they, are, they know all the church lingo. I mean, they know exactly what to say, how to move, how to... And it, it, watch this. And if, and if you're not careful, you'll buy into it. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.